There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Presented by BetMGM here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, as we head into Memorial Day weekend. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi hanging out in Jersey. Memorial Day weekend, that should mean it's starting to warm up over there, my friend. Is it nice? Yeah, it's been really good. I mean, the weather's warming up. It's supposed to have a bad weekend uh, starting this afternoon and tomorrow, but, you know, it's usually that's the way it is Memorial Day. But it is the beginning of summer, so that's always a good time. So it's great. It's good to be back here. You know, it's good to be back in. Uh, in the summer season, which is really what makes Ocean City a special little town. And we will be here on Monday. The numbers don't sleep, so ne- neither do we. We can, There's still money to be made on Memorial Day the last time I checked, so we'll be here for you, well, of course, Saturday yeah, we and can Sunday handicap well. that into Yeah, we'll do that 500, see those cars going around the track. We'll get it all for you, Patrick. Don't worry. Wes Reynolds is at the Indy 500. He's going to join us in about 44 minutes. Looking forward to that. Josh Applebaum to join. Let's rewind to fast forward here, Michael Lombardi. Uh, So it looks like the heat culture has taken a break, to be fair. Oh, my my goodness. The listlessness of that team. 113-84 win for the Bucs. Easily cover the one and a half, which I think it closed. Yeah, there it is. 224. uh, So it stays under 224 and a half the posted total, but my goodness, what the hell's happened with this Heat team? 
they couldn't make a shot. Did you watch it, Patrick? Uh, it was I mean, gross. they were just they, it was it was really unwatchable how badly they shot. They they ended up the game at 37%. But there was a time when, you know, happy birthday Bill, we were on the couch watching the game together and, you know, and they were shooting 31%. When they came out at halftime, they had three really good opportunities at wide open threes. Yeah. They couldn't come close to them. They couldn't come close to them. Uh, and so, you know, I mean, you're not going to beat anybody when you score 84 points. I mean, they just couldn't generate any offense, and they couldn't get in any rhythm. They couldn't make a shot. I mean, you know, Dragic was 3 for 14 from the floor. You know, they were just horrendous shooting. Tyler Hero was 1 for 5 from the 3. They were 28% from the three-point line. Look, you know, the first game went to overtime. I thought it was going to carry over, but clearly Milwaukee has proven they are the better team by far. And the best laid plans, a curious, maybe you have an experience with younger players from your general managing days and front office days, like a Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. This is a marked regression. I mean, Robinson had two points last night in 24 minutes. Hero, nine points in 24 minutes. These were the breakout stars and most importantly, Hero of the bubble last year, Michael. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they, you know, they were playing. I thought they were playing good enough defense, but what they weren't doing is executing offensively. They could not make a shot, you know. And, and look, Trevor Ariza, he's got he's 0 for 4 from the floor. It was a it was a disappointing. And I think if you're Pat Riley today, you're thinking to yourself, like, what happened to my team? Like, what happened to my team? We were just we were coming in at the right time. We were peaking at the right moment last year. And we've added a few pieces. Obviously, Oladipo isn't going to be able to play because of the injuries. But for the most part, you're thinking you're going to come back and at least not get swept by Milwaukee, who I'm not sure how good Milwaukee is. But I do think Milwaukee has gained some confidence by dominating the series. It kind of brushes off that, oh, well, you know, they can't really play as well against good teams. I think Milwaukee deserves credit. And I think you have to be careful with who you hand a franchise to. Look, I know Butler wanted out of Philly because he didn't like the the vibes, uh, but I just think he's an overrated superstar. You know, the, plus minus can be overrated in basketball. He was minus twenty six on the court last night, Michael. You know, there's a, yeah, it, there's a few. He and Jason Tatum is another name that comes to mind. Where it's like, do you really want to build around these two? Because you got to be careful. I agree. I think he thinks he's the key piece when he's really the supplemental piece. They maxed his contract out, which, you know, Philly didn't want to do. They maxed out, almost maxed out Tobias Harris. But, you know, he has six assists last night. He's minus 26, as you mentioned, on the court. But there were so many times where he dished to people that just couldn't make a shot. I yeah, mean, fair. you know, sometimes you get a guy, you know, he did the things he had to do to get a guy open, and a guy couldn't make a shot. I mean, what are you going to do when you're dishing to Dragic? And he's three of 14 from the floor. Or Robinson's one of six from the floor. And Aritsu is, is one for four, 0 oh for four. I mean, they just couldn't. I mean, it was, I, I really didn't feel it was Milwaukee's defense as much as it was Boston, uh, Miami could not make a shot. No, two, the favorites went two and one straight up in ATS. Uh, yesterday on the wood, unders were two and one. The It's interesting, too. You mentioned missing shots. I mean, if you want to call it great defense, I tend to agree with you. I don't know how great the defense or just how abhorrent the offense is for the Miami Heat. In three games, they've held the Heat or the Heat have held themselves under 100 points. That's unbelievable yeah. in this day and age. You're not going to be able to beat anybody. I mean, you know, Milwaukee with Drew Holiday, they've got the weapons to do the things. And, you know, Milwaukee shoots 48% from the floor. Yeah. You know, and Milwaukee shoots 36% from three-point line. I mean, every time they try to make a run, Forbes hits a three. You know, DiVincenzo only played nine minutes in the game. He did nothing. He was minus, and he was still plus five. Think about that. Yeah. He played nine minutes and was plus five. 
Yep, and I they think went, they went, they played Forbes a lot, which was surprising to me, Patrick. They they really yeah, went Forbes. to Forbes. I mean, he he played twenty minutes. He played all of the the DiVincenzo's minutes. I mean, that's kind of where I think they're headed. Well, good point by you because Portis is the sixth man off the bench for them. He played seventeen. Forbes played twenty. You know what it is with them? I I they really were getting out in transition and just causing mismatches. It's all it's like yeah. Miami. I I don't know if they packed it in again. I don't want to overreact. It is a three zero series lead for the Bucks, but they were just it's over. It's over. It's the pressure. Over. I mean, yeah, yeah they were applying it, it, pressure. It, 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 I mean, it's over. You know, they scored 14 points in the first quarter. You know, and and there was supposed to be, that was supposed to be the bet. You know, I like Miami wrong. But even if you didn't like Miami and you went with the steam on Milwaukee, there was a good line to go in the first quarter. You know, figuring that was going to be their best Mm -hmm. punch. And the longer the game went, they couldn't keep up. That wasn't the case. They scored 14 in the first quarter. I mean, they didn't, you know, 22, 24, 24. That's their score, 84 points. Who you, I mean, unless, unless we're back to the Chuck Daly era, you know, of, of basketball, 84 is never going to be enough to beat anybody. And even in blowouts, you don't often see a team outscored in all four quarters. You did see that yesterday. Generally, you'll get a bucket. You'll get a garbage quarter. Uh, but the Bucks outscored the Heat yesterday in all four. Michael mentioned if the Heat had any urgency, we didn't see it in quarter one because it was 26 to 14 by the time it's over, and it felt like it was over. And then the second half, when they made a little run at the end of the first half, you know, they yep. got a chance to get, you know, to get it under, under single. They, they, they gave up 37 points in the third quarter. I know. I know. I mean, who are you beating with that? And, you know, to me, what I learned from watching that was, okay, Here's the reality. Seven game series. You could steal game one, but once the adjustments come into game two, because if your roster doesn't have enough depth, which most of the teams seated uh, except the Lakers, let's put them in a separate, let's put them over here. We'll get back to them in a minute. Except for the Lakers, most teams don't have enough of enough diversity within their team to mess with and alter from one change to the next to counter change. And I think that's what we're seeing. You know, Portland steals game one. They come back, and then game two they can't win. Denver comes back with game three. Austin Rivers plays great down the stretch. But there's, there's not enough adjustment. There's not enough diversity within the roster in a seven-game series that in the first round the best teams typically can win, which has got to be really scary if you're the Clippers. Well, Michael, you mentioned the Lakers. Let's switch to them. They, of course, won their 17th title in the bubble last year. I was shocked to see the stat. Maybe if I pieced it together, I would have. But their first playoff game at home in eight years, they look great last night. It ends up closing six and a half, so it comes down from that number of seven. Total of 211 stays under the posted total. I thought they looked great. Davis seems to be engaged, 34 and 11. Remember, Davis and LeBron missed a combined 63 games. Looks like they're good to go now. That regular season is completely meaningless. But I thought Schroeder was the difference in the game. He was great. I thought his aggressiveness, I thought his defensive play, I thought he was able to really create pressure on Chris Paul when you watch the game. Nothing was easy for Paul. You know, Paul didn't wear the brace. I mean, look, let's be real honest. I mean, you know, you can talk about it's a shame for Chris Paul, but every time he gets to a every time he gets to a playoff series, he's hurt. Yep. I mean, every time he gets there, it seems like he's hurt. There's something that prevents him from being the player that we saw during the regular season and Look, you know, but Schroeder to me is the difference in their team. I mean, he sets the pace. He's really the key component to what we know Davis and LeBron are going to get their points. We know they're going to do their dominating factors. You know, we know what they're going to be able to do. But when they get good, when they they get a guard to shoot six for 11, 
you know, and, and, and be able to create and dish the ball and not turn it over. I mean, you know, Davis and LeBron led the team at they had 12 turnovers. 12, they had 12 of the turnovers. 12 of the 20 turnovers came from those two guys. Mm. So when you can protect the basketball and do the things you have to do, I mean, I thought he was really good, Patrick. I really do. I think he's the difference in their team this year as they keep going up against the level of comp. I don't know who can beat them in the West. I really don't. You know, the Clippers think they can. They can't even get by. They can't even get by uh, who they Dallas. So let's be real honest. I mean, are they going to win anything? Yeah, and I agree with you on Schroeder. He also brings an edge. You know, 20 points, but there's an edge to him. Like, there's, there's, he doesn't fear anything. And I kind of, I don't know. It's with Davis, sometimes you wonder. He was rolling on the ground yesterday. LeBron's rolling on the ground. And then Schroeder, who's a smaller guy, kind of brings an edge to that team. And I don't know about you, updated series odds here. The Lakers got to lay 1,000 to win 100. Suns are plus 650 coming back. Is there any vibe from you that the Lakers are going to lose this series? No, I never thought so. I mean, look, they, you know, that line was seven, seven and a half, and, and, it, and, it, and they won by, you know, they stretched it out. They won by, you know, they won by 14. So, and I don't see a move that, the, I don't see a move that Monty Williams has to make. Like, what can he do? You know, I mean, you know, what's he going to be able to do? You play Booker 41 minutes. Booker's got, he launches 19 shots. They play great defense on Booker. He made him work for everything. He made, they made him work for everything. Paul played just 27 minutes. He tightened down his bench. He went to nine players. You know, he didn't get the kind of production. You know, Payne gave him a good game off of the bench, but he didn't get the kind of production he needed. And, you know, Bridges Bridges had his, you know, he made two three-pointers in the first quarter, but that was the last we saw of him. And you, you want to scare the rest of the league? Well, here you go. I'll, I'll scare the rest of the league. This is... The Lakers, who aren't a great offensive team, they shot 44% from the field, 25% from three. They turned the ball over, as Michael mentioned, 20 times, and they beat them by they beat the Suns by 14. That defense is so good because you look at the first quarter. I was watching that game, and I know a friend that was on the over, and I said, "Be careful with this Lakers team," because it was 28-27 after the first break, and then the Lakers uh, allowed 12 in the second quarter. Their defense, when they care, is unreal. I'm unreal, and it's set by Schroeder. It's set by him and Pope. But, the, you know, that whole second quarter was 27 points by both teams combined. Yeah. Yep. Or 28. I think it was like 16, it was really 12. tight. Yeah, so you're right. 16, 12, 28. I mean, so, you know, there, there was they, they clamped it down. We liked the under here yesterday. Yes, we did. We liked the under. You know, I, and I think you got to keep liking the under with Laker games. I, I just think, to me, there's a perception. That's how they win. They grind it out. They're going to grind it out. And when they need a basket, Davis or LeBron is going to make the basket that they absolutely have to have. And just the the backcourt depth, but then because Wesley Matthews will come in and Caruso, yes, the headband, but just the size. When Drummond can just give you 11, 15 boards, you know, he just he had a block on Booker at one point when, block, when Booker was attacking the basket I'm just like man their size is ridiculous you know when AD if if they can convince AD to play the five at times they're unstoppable they really are I mean and he seemed somewhat into it I mean but they they're they're hard to defend I mean how do you match up with that size with that physicality too it really is. So yeah. I, I mean, they're not a seventh seed. Let's be real honest. <laughs> no. They laughed at the, they laughed at the regular season. They were just get us to the playoffs and we'll turn it on. And they have. Yeah, they're still your second betting favorite to win a championship here. The Nets are plus one sixty. The Lakers are plus two forty. My goodness, that would be quite the hype and just every the Lakers right now to come out of the West. By the way, are even money. The hype if that Nets team and this Laker team plays is going to be it's going to be unreal. 
I think that, you know, that Nets-Milwaukee game is going to be a, a bloodbath. I agree. It's going to be a huge bloodbath. I mean, look, I think the Nets, you know, we'll talk about later in the show, they've got their opportunities, you know, to close it out. I mean, you know, like I said the other day, yesterday, Boston, who's on their who's playing for Boston? Wow. And, you know, Boston will play well. They're home. They'll give it everything they have. They'll make it hard for the Nets. Can the Nets continue to shoot at that rapid pace that they shot at in the last game? If Harden plays like he does, I don't. How does anybody beat him the way Harden's playing to go along with Garnett, to go along with, uh, I mean, excuse me, go along with Durant and go along with uh, Kyrie, who's you know seems to be more in tune now than ever before. It, it really, you know, we've been talking about it, but they're going to have to figure something out with this regular season. I, when I was looking up the combined missed games on these teams that are involved yeah. here, it's it's really unfathomable what you think. Like, I mean, if you're you're playing a 72 game season, you miss a combined 63 with the two two of the best players in the league. That's unbelievable. Well, it, 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 you're cheating your fan base. It's You're cheating, cheating everybody. Fan. They're, yep. they're paying to go see those guys. I mean, and you know, and look, I, I keep saying this all the time. If the players are not going to play back-to-back, why does the league keep insisting on playing back-to-back? Make the season longer. Make it longer. Like, nobody, nobody cares that it's going to go. Make it go into July. What do we care? What do we care? Like, who says you got to end the season at, at, at the end of June? Make it go to July. Yeah. You know? I, I, I mean, I, if they don't want to play back-to-backs, their summers are just going to be a lot shorter. That's all. You know, you can't give him all that time off. Yeah, you're right about Schroeder, by the way. 20 points, 6 of 11 from the field. He was efficient. He had three boards, four assists. It was more than just his numbers. I would agree with you. It was his attitude. It was like, I'm going to the rim. I'm going to make – like, I am – I am a legitimate NBA player. I'm a, somebody, even though LeBron and Davis are a franchise, I am an upper echelon NBA player, and I'm going to prove it to everybody here. And he did. How about your boy Caruso with the headband? He's been looking okay, huh? Caruso, 20 points, yeah, I mean, 20 minutes? Yeah, less of Caruso is always more of Caruso. That's, <laughs> yeah. the, that's the thing. That's all we've you said. Might, you you get too much of Caruso, you're not going to like it. You know, it's the old Scotty Williams thing. You get too much of it, it ain't going to be good. People that I, 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 Yeah, I, I would agree with I, Can I tell you one thing today yeah, on please. the show? I, I, I don't even know who this guy is. In the, like, if we're playing Hollywood Squares, who's in the lower right corner on my board here? Yeah. JJ, that's the first time I've seen him without a mask. I had no idea. I would have picked him out in the lineup. <laughs> I would have never been able to pick about like like who is that guy in the corner? Hey, it must be JJ. I have a question. What the hell was COVID? It's over, baby. We had eight. It's over, baby. Yeah, it's, it's over. It's yeah. unbelievable. Everybody, it's over. Let's roll just, up your sleeve. Yeah. Let's go. We yeah. got it. If we you continue. don't get a sh- if you don't get a shot, if it's you don't get you. a shot, it's on you. Austin Rivers went nuts last night. We'll discuss. We come back. Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's Vsin the Sports Betting Network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Playoffs, hockey, basketball, baseball games every day of the week, and BetMGM has you covered. Visit BetMGM.com. You can go in-game betting, boosted odd specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. Whatever your style, whatever your sport, you're going to love BetMGM. Again, you got to be 21 years old. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Michael Lombardi, this is the Lombardi line. Uh, I was just talking to Ann, our engineer, and she gave, yeah. up, she gave up sugar for nine days. What would be the hardest thing for Michael Lombardi to give up? Carbs, sugar, Carb. salt? I think carbs. Yeah, we nailed it. I we said Italian. Carbs, yeah, yeah, we, we said, yeah, we it's said carbs. It's, it's, it's a killer. Bread, it's, yeah. bread, carbs, yeah, it's, it's a killer. It's a killer. Hey, but I, I, you know, I, we didn't. We st- we went through the first block. I mean, you know, what about my White Sox? You got no love for that yesterday? <laughs> like you made, you know, like nobody thought I had a, a baseball pick. Why does everybody think know? just because I host that I'm against their plays? I want you to win I, everything. I mean, like. I know, but I mean, like, look, if you only bet as much as you're willing to win, I mean, the White Sox was right there for you. It was right there, and Mr. I hope baseball you is it. back. Yeah, I mean, like, I got loosened up down there. I was talking to all the people at the spring training camps, asking them for advice, you know, <laughs> down in Florida. No, no you weren't. Uh, White yeah, Sox. No, I wasn't. No, until it ceased. Yeah, he was also good. That was tremendous. And by the way, uh, I was with you on Toronto on the ice. So I don't know if you saw what happened. So Toronto's down 3-1 to one to Montreal going into the third. They come back immediately tied up at threes, go to overtime, have remarkable, good, remarkably good scoring chances, and end up losing in overtime. So I should have, I, I, I tailed you on the White but Sox. But we also like the five and a half. We like the five and a half. We did, line. and we P- went over that. Line. And we went over and that. We went so over two that. Two and one yesterday. So I, look, I can't, can't, I can't complain. Look, I, you know, can't make all the money. I'm just trying to matriculate the ball down the field for you, Patrick. That's all. Right. all. So giving up the carbs. That ain't gonna. That would not be easy. Uh, let's go. Yeah. By the way, how about Austin Where do you Rivers? Go? I just quickly, now this one, listen, 
I would not expect anybody on the East Coast because I was dozing off, to be fair. But I woke up for the last five minutes, and I'm on the West Coast. So this one was on late, but the Nuggets do go on the road. This number closed three and a half, so it was four when you and I were sitting here. So the steam, Michael, was right. And the Nuggets, an outright winner on the plus 155 money line. They take a 2-1 series lead. But Austin Rivers was unbelievable. He had a crazy fourth quarter. He had an answer for everything. He hit four uh, four threes and a stretch during the fourth where he had 20 points. Uh, Denver, by the way, hit 23 pointers in the game and a straight up win on the road. Big win. Yeah, big win. I mean, you know, what's amazing about Portland is, you know, we talk about all this, you know, load management, but last year in the bubble, McCollum and Lillard played 40 minutes almost all the time, right? This year, you know, they get Carmelo coming off the bench. He gives them 27 minutes, 26 minutes. They get Simmons coming off the bench. And other than that, they get nothing else off the bench, right? And Covington doesn't do anything for him. And Covington's 3 for 9, 0 for 2 from the three-point line. You know, he rebounded. But to me, I think the lack of the bench, and when you get in that fourth quarter, I know Portland scored 35 point, 36 points in the fourth. But I think the wear and tear of the, of the, the minutes really show up and really affect the Trailblazers down the stretch, and I think they grind it out. And look, let's face it: when you give up a when you give up 52 percent from the three-point line, do you really think you got a chance to win that game? No chance. No, no chance. chance. I mean, right? You have no chance. I mean, they shot they shot 31 percent from the three-point line. The, actually, it's remarkable. The game's only a five-point game. Think about that. It's remarkable. It's only a five-point game, and the reason it's only a five-point game is because Portland only turned the ball over seven times. Yeah. You know the yep. they you know the, the the Nuggets turn over 13, but you give up 52 percent from the three point line and you got the game within five points. Wow. Yeah, almost 53. It goes uh, again 121.15, so it goes over the total. That's the one that went over last night. And the Nuggets. I'll give you the updated series price. I, I thought the big issue for Portland also. Um, Nurkic fouled out with about 5.15 to play, but he was in foul trouble the whole game. You just mentioned in Portland, it was 14 of 45 from three. Jokic does what he does, 36 and 11, but they're going to need those ancillary players, and I thought Rivers was big. 8,000 fans up in Portland last night to our theme that this is uh, COVID's over. By the way, yeah. so if you do you find any value on, on these two numbers, uh, this is just a book here in town. Uh, the Nuggets are 180 favorite to win it. And the Blazers are plus 160. If I forced you to bet one, you'd have to lay more with the Nuggets. But what way would you go? I think I'm going to continue to go towards the Nuggets because I think these minutes are going to keep adding up on poor Lillard and and McCollum and everyone else. I I think the bench, the lack of bench play for Portland to me is going to be the end. And, you know, look, I'm not saying that Denver has a great bench, but they got Morris, they got Millsap. They can go, they get Green 17. They can get, they'll go eight. They go to eight players and they can integrate other guys in there. Okay, we'll get BB, get Bill Berman on the phone because he's got three yeah. more on the docket tonight. Starts with the oh, he'll Knicks. He'll be ready to go. He'll yeah. be ready. Well, he's out golfing. Excuse, he's out golfing. Don't worry. We got him. We got him covered. Hey. It's Memorial Day weekend. He's got to cut the ribbon. What a he's life. cut the ribbon in the town. Yeah, he's the ribbon cutter. <laughs> we'll set up the three games coming back here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today? 
Don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast, which is essentially all of our programming. It's free. Just go to vcin.com slash podcast to listen to all of our vcin shows for free. Again, you get Follow the Money and Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, Lombardi Line, VEASAN Bets. You download uh, Gil Alexander's podcast, Market Insights with Josh. Everything's there. Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Lombardi Line. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. So we're going to talk to Wes. Apparently, Wes is at the Indy 500. So we're going to be talking nice. to him from the Indy 500, which is pretty cool. Beautiful. Is Mario Andretti yeah. still driving? <laughs> Back I don't know, but I got years? a couple picks for him. I got a couple guys. You know, I'm going to go with an Italian for sure. There's no doubt. I got to oh. find me an Italian in the race. There's no doubt. I got a couple guys. We'll see what he see if I can talk him into it. I don't know. I, I did a little research. I was up at three thirty on this. I one know today, you were, Patrick. So I know you were. So you know. Yeah. I, the best thing about going to the five hundred, you, you got to go to get the shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's. That's the best thing you can do right there. Wait, you been to you been to the Indy five hundred? No, I go to we used to go to Indy every year in my career in the NFL. Oh yeah, for the Indy combine. Became, Indy became Indy became the combine. We had the combine the first year. We had the combine the year Jerry Rice ran. It was in Phoenix, Arizona. The next year we went to New Orleans, and then the year after we went to Indianapolis. So it's not a, the uh, it's barely uh, spicy, right? Or excuse me, it's hot. Really hot, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's so hot. it's not overrated. It's good. No, that's really good. The steaks at St. Elmo's, I, I, you know, I, I I wouldn't go there for the steak. I go there for the shrimp cocktail. When you walk into a place in Ocean City, is there a place you go that doesn't know your name? Every place doesn't know my name. I mean, I'm, oh, stop I'm it. here. Um, <laughs> seriously, the only place that knows my name is across the street at Reddy's. Because when I was a fat kid, I used to have to go over there and get my father and all the barber sandwiches. So I, you know, I see Mr. Reddy in there. Here comes the fat kid. So that's the only people that know me over here. <laughs> Barbershop, Mike. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask now. You, you probably know, but if I told you Knicks Hawks, which is the early game, seven o'clock yeah. your time, four o'clock my time. What's the, what, what do you think the number is here? You know, I think the number is the Hawks will be favored by three, but this will be the first time I think the Hawks would have been favored in any matchup that they played against the Knicks this year. The Hawks are actually, so if you think they're favored by three, uh, you're going to bet the Knicks tonight because they're favored by four and a half. As a matter of fact, I see one book has them five, but mostly four and a half and a low total, Michael, of 211. Yeah, well, everybody's going to go the low. I mean, look, the Hawks scored 35 points in the second half the last time they played, and it took everything out of the Knicks. I mean, can Rose duplicate that? I think that's the question. You know, Rose gave it everything he had in the last game. Can he come back on one day's rest and travel and duplicate what he did there? That's, to me, the fundamental question. And I think that when you look at uh, – when you look at the Knicks, you know, you've got to be able to say Randall's got to give him a little bit more. I mean, Ty Gibson played 30, 30 minutes uh, in the last games and was a minus 23. Think about that. Hmm. They've got to be able to figure out the, the, the whole this whole dynamic. I like Atlanta. I mean, I think Trey Young playing home. Now, look, I know Atlanta doesn't have a great home court advantage, but they do play much better. They're not a disaster at home. I think you can win a game there. But the thing that strikes me is how much we have flipped. I think the Knicks are a team, Patrick, that they played at such a high level during the regular season that not a lot of people match that level with them. I you know? totally and, agree. And so, look, they won last game. Lou Williams and, and Denario uh, Gallinari, they were 3 for 16 from the floor. Do you think Atlanta's going to get that performance from those two players again? Mm-mm. I don't. No. I don't. And I just think it's going to be really hard. I think it's going to be hard for the Knicks to go down there and and beat them in this game. Now, maybe the next game they could find an adjustment. 
I think what Michael's for a better, I think what Michael just said is very important. You're not going to throw out all the data from the regular season, but understand that this is, we talk about it in the NFL and college football all the time, handicap in a vacuum often. Too often we use trends, um, and I think it can be misleading. Well, there is no, there is no uh, connection to this regular season and what we're seeing in the postseason. The only connection and one carryover would be the Knicks. The Knicks played every game like it was game six, game going, into, going into game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. And that's how you end up with a posted total of a win total of 20 and you win 42 games or whatever it was, meaning they exceeded their expectations because they went hard every game. Every game. And look, here's the other thing I think you have to take into consideration. The Hawks average at home in the State Farm Arena, they average 115 a game. I mean, that's what they typically average in their building. And you know they're not going to get 115, right? You know they're probably not going to get to their average playing against the Knicks. Do they get 110? You know, now for that to go over, the Knicks have to get what? The Knicks have to get 100. Yep. Can they? Can they? Can they? Can they get, can they get 102 to go over if, 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 if Atlanta gets 110? I see this game in the 90s, don't you? Yeah, that was really a good point about the Hawks scoring 35 in that second half. That was a tale of two halves. I mean, you couldn't have had a different story from anything Trey Young wanted to get in the first half in game two. He got it. And then, I mean, they couldn't make anything happen in the second. And by the way, Trey Young only played 35 minutes in game two. Leads credence to what you're saying about the Hawks tonight. I think Trey Young is going to go off. Uh, I think he's going to be on fire. I, but I don't. Did they get to 115? I doubt it. But I do think this will be a game where the Knicks, the Knicks have trouble scoring. And if Rose doesn't do what he did, I mean, we talked about, you know, we talked about Gibson. I mean, he's minus 23. He's out there 30 minutes. Hey, I just saw a quote from Ty Lu. He said the Clippers are going to show, quote unquote, what we're made of tonight. So let me ask you. Go. Well, let me ask you. That's the late game. By the way, that is. Yeah, that's on. That starts nine thirty. Okay. Um, what do you think the Clippers uh, Mavs number is? Remember going back to Dallas, going to Dallas for the first time, and, and the Mavericks up two nothing. I think the one thing I've learned about this business, and I don't bet, but the one thing I've learned about this business is the books are stubborn. The books won't give hmm. up on a team that they think are better, and I think that they're gonna. It's gonna have to be proven. I would say the Clippers are probably a one one and a half point favorite. Okay. You, your your stubborn point is perfect. Open two. The Clippers have been bet up to two and a half. So uh, not only love from the books as far as the original number, but love from the betters as they bet into the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that, look, Vegas isn't stupid. If they put a number out there and they make Dallas the favorite, they're going to get way too much money on, on, on the Clippers. They don't want that. They, you know, they don't, that just, again, the line is always about where they can get even money, maybe shift it one way or the other. But, you know, when they come on, when the Thomas Gables and the Vinnies come on and say, we really need somebody, <laughs> that's when you know they, they, they're trying to get money back on the other side. It works out for them most times. But to me, they couldn't make the Mavericks, as good as the Mavericks played two games, they couldn't make them the favorite. I, Hunter, you nailed it. And the Clippers... Off the two opener, up to two and a half, a total of 219 and a half, 220. The one we missed, the Nets are favored. They open seven. They're up to eight on the road at Boston. Most betters believe Boston has packed it in. We're going to pack it in. We're going to head to Indy. Wes Reynolds is going to join us live from the Indy 500 next right here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Get style points for their home runs, but baseball bettors do. New Bet MGM customers can turn one dollar into one hundred. Somebody goes yard tonight. You see it right there. Bet a dollar to win a hundred. Dodgers or Giants did hit a home run. If you use the bonus code Vsin one hundred, you're set. Okay, you got to be twenty one years or older. Located in Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, or West Virginia. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, in Tennessee, call or text redline 800-889-9789. Speaking of Indiana, that's where this weekend, of course, the 105th running of the Indy 500, and there to cover it is our very own Wes Reynolds, who joins us now. Wes is from Indiana. How many Indianapolis 500s have you been to in person as a kid from Indy? At least about 20. I don't have the exact amount. It's not quite as much as you're seeing on the local news here. I see everybody that's in every year. Yeah, I've been coming since 1964. So (laughs) you have people that have gone to 50 or 60 of these in a row. I've been a little more sporadic, but I've been to about 20-plus. My late grandfather actually used to be the fire chief at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So been going since I was young. Basically grew up about 5 or 10 miles from the track. So it's been a big part of my life so far. Wow. 
Hey, Wes, uh, what are they allowing for the crowd here? Uh, you know, typically, what's it, 100,000 people that go to the 500? What will they allow on, on Monday? Yeah, actually, Michael, usually it can seat up to about 400,000. It sold out a few years ago because it was the 100th running of the Indy 500, so it sold out. Typically, the crowd's in, in the 250 to 275 range, but it's only going to wow. be at 135,000 this time because of city and state regulations. They can only go to 40% capacity. They probably actually could have a little more, but that was the cutoff point, so they've officially sold out in terms of the tickets for the capacity at 135,000. But I gotta think a few more are gonna sneak in. They're probably not gonna have as much infield seating as they usually have due to the health regulations here locally in Marion County in Indianapolis, but still should be a very good crowd nonetheless. How about weather-wise? We always concerned uh, about the weather for the 500. What's the forecast for Monday and how does it look in terms of the track? Yeah, today has been rainy. They, this is carb day. It uh, used to be called carburation day, even though these Indy cars have no carburetors. But they've had that name there for years. And today was supposed to be the final practice. I still think they're going to get it in. But it has been raining all morning. So practice time would usually be wrapping up right about now, a little bit ahead of 1 o'clock Eastern time. But they're probably going to get some cars on the track later this afternoon. Sunday is supposed to be a little bit cooler, about high 60s, low 70s, because the practice and qualifying temperatures have been around low 80s, high 70s. So it's going to be about 10 to 12 degrees cooler. There's no rain expected for Sunday. It looks like we're going to get it out of the way today. So should be a good race. In terms of the conditions, I think really when the temperatures are a little bit cooler, it's maybe tire wear that's kind of the big storyline in terms of, okay, when you're going on restarts after yellows, are you going to have cold tires? And that's going to lead to more caution. So that's kind of the main concern here. But I don't think there's going to be much of an element change based on what these guys have gone through all month. VEASAN host Wes Reynolds is going to be at the Indy 500, of course, coming up on Monday. Uh, the you know Back in the day, we, we used to go every, every year to the – Detroit Grand Prix, which was through the streets of Detroit. And back then, Wes, it was Rick Mears and the Andrettis. Can you give the uninitiated to where the sport stands now, give us three or four big names to look out for when it comes to Indy 500 racing? Yeah, I remember that era well, Patrick. That was kind of the glory years. Yeah, I loved sport. it. Ironically enough, this is the 25 years after you had the IndyCar split between what was the Indy Racing League ran by Tony Jordan and the Kart Series, which was basically controlled by the owners, Roger Penske and all those guys. Now, ironically enough, Roger Penske owns the IndyCar Series in the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So everybody's together. But I guess the big names in this race, you got to start first and foremost with Scott Dixon, who's at about 4-1, to one, I'm seeing across the board on the odds. Dixon really is the best IndyCar driver of his generation. He's one win away from tying Mario Andretti for second all-time in terms of IndyCar wins. And A.J. Ford is actually first with 67. But Dixon's kind of black mark is that he's only won one Indy 500. And that was back in 2008. He's the best driver in the series. He's got the best race caller and strategist in Mike Hall. He's on the pole for the fourth time in his career. So he is the rightful favorite here at 4-1. to one. Other names in the field... Uh, obviously downwards, guys that are at longer odds, but Graham Rahal, the son of 1986 winner, Bobby Rahal, is a guy that's never really a good qualifier, but he's a good racer. 
So he's a guy that can get through the field. He finished third last year. He's in the 20 to 25 to 1 range. You look at the front row, you got a lot of kids up there, though. You got two uh, 20-somethings, really, with Brynus VK and Colton Herta, the son of Brian Herta, who is a longtime IndyCar driver. Herta's 21, Rhinus VK is 20 years old. So you got them up there on the front row with the Iceman Dixon, who just turned 40. So you've got some young drivers that are very talented but have never been in this position at Indy before. There's actually kind of a youth movement going on in this series right now. Pato Award, who is going to start 12th. I'm seeing him around 10 to 1. He's actually a driver, even though this has become more of a road and street series-oriented circuit, He's more. Be- I think he's better really on the ovals and has taken these ovals, and he won at Texas last month, so he's a guy to look for. Also, Alex Pelot, a 24-year-old Spaniard who won a, a race earlier this season. He's kind of the under-the-radar guy. He's a teammate of Scott Dixon's with Chip Ganassi Racing, so he is starting outside row two, position six. That's the guy you want to look at. You also have eight former winners in this field. Uh, Ryan hunter Ray, Elio Castro-Nevis still trying to get to that number four to match Rick Mears and A.J. Foy and also Alan Sir Sr. So you've got a lot of experience. This is a very good field. You know, last year, Alexander Rossi, Italian, I'm going to root for him naturally. He started 10th, and he was going back and forth, uh, you know, with Dixon in the in the race, and then eventually Dixon won. So does he's off at 12-1. to 1. What do you think his chances are? And would I be crazy to think that perhaps Ed Carpenter at 25-1 to 1 wouldn't be good value here? You're speaking my language there, and I'll start with Carpenter, Mike. Uh, his uh, steps or his stepfather is actually Tony George, part of the Holman George family who ran the Indianapolis Motor Speedway pretty much since its inception. And th- he's only a part-time driver right now. He's only racing the ovals. He's a full-time owner. And Rhinus BK is on the front row. Is actually one of his drivers. They're the only Chevrolet team of the two engine manufacturers here, that Chevy and Honda. They're the only Chevrolet team, Michael, that has found speed at Carpenter Racing. And this is the one race that keeps Ed running. He's about to turn 40 years old. This is the only race that really matters to him as a driver. So I bet Carpenter every year because he's good value. He's a three-time pole sitter. He's on road two here. Rossi is with the Andretti Autosport team. He's starting inside uh, row four, the 10th position. And look, Rossi's always a gamer. Rossi usually by himself is worth the price of admission because there's oftentimes he doesn't win the race, but he passes more cars on the racetrack than anybody, and he's daring, and he's brave, and he'll take chances, and that's what you have to do at Indianapolis. Wow. And who knew, M- Michael, with that question, you sounded like a gearhead over there, Michael. Uh, all of a sudden. Well, you know, you got to, you know, I mean, after I, you know, I shift a little bit, you got to go baseball, <laughs> racing. I mean, I love watching, you know, Me you know, too. it's funny. I, I think when I was growing up, Memorial Day was always the race and it was the only thing on. Yep. It was the only really, you know, today we have, you know, 57 channels and, and everything's on. And so, you know, to quote Bruce Springsteen, but to me, it was the only time and I would watch it, you know, and I would watch it and I, you know, see them move their tires back and forth and not that I could ever fit inside one of those little cars but you know I mean it was interesting and, I, and I've always thought it was fascinating and the Penske teams and all the teams as they do it Joe Gibbs's racing team how he's been able to take his great leadership of the Washington football team and transpose it into racing I for some reason seeing Graham Rahal's name made me feel so old because I was so into Bobby Rahal my gosh okay before we say goodbye Wes um two two basketball plays tonight you can get the Hawks at four and a half right now, maybe going to five. Are you going to lay it? 
Yeah, I'm going to. I think you're going to see some regression to the positive from the outside shooting standpoint. Atlanta only shot 31% from the three in two games. You look at some of these guys, Bogdanovich was 2 of 13, Gallinari 2 of 9, Hunter 3 of 8, Kevin Herter 1 of 3. The Knicks had to come back from double digits in both of their games and did win, of course, game two. Atlanta's been the better team. I'm already on them for the series in terms of the pre-flop before the series started, and I'm going to stick with that. Okay, last one, Clippers tonight. You going to lay the two? Yeah, I am. Uh, Dallas, 128.3 offensive rating, over 50% from the three. Clippers only allowed 35% from the three in the regular season. The defense has got to show up at some point. You've also got to have a combination of offensive regression. But I got to think Kawhi and PG and Beverly and these guys, their pride has been questioned, and it should be questioned because their defense has been non-existent. But I think it shows up tonight. Okay, Wes. Well, enjoy it. Enjoy being back home. We'll have coverage uh, from Wes Reynolds from the Indy 500 here on VSIN all weekend. Uh, thank you, Wes. Enjoy yourself. Thanks, Wes. Get you, some shrimp cocktail, you got it, Wes. Guys. Have a great weekend. <laughs> okay, there he goes. Man, you, I, I, for some reason, the names like Rick Mears, Bobby Ray Hall, like those were the uh, names I remember know, back in the day. Oh, Patrick, that's when you know you're old. When you I know, know. Like, I'm, I'm talking about players that I scouted their fathers. I mean, you know, that's the hard part. I mean, I remember going to school visits on their dad, you know. And so What's that's, one that stood know, out like, recently to you where you saw a name and you're just like, oh, my gosh, like that's yeah. the grandson. <laughs> Well, I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't gotten to the grandson no, yet. I know, you but know? you know what I mean? It's like I do see names now, and I'm like, whoa. You mean that's yeah, his son? I mean, even even I can remember when Craig Hayward came out. You know, I, I used to study Craig Hayward. You know, I mean, like I can remember going to Pitt and watching him play. Mike Godfrey was the head football coach at Pitt when he came out. You know, so it's just time flies. You just got to enjoy it. Well, I got something special for you. Our man, what do we got? Tua, we've got him talking about the play calls coming oh, up good, next. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Lombardi line on a Friday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.